This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. It's uh, Thursday, 11 May, Year of Lord 2023. Honored to have, we have Congressman Macy, here, but I want to go real quickly as we started the show uh, with Ken Paxton in, in Texas. Ben Burkwam, uh, you were in Brownsville. To give us a live report. What are the NGOs doing on the day of the invasion, sir? Well, they're, they're profiting, Steve. This is the new Democrat industry of human smuggling, uh, profiting off of human misery. We've got thousands down here right now. This is the downtown by the bus station you see behind me. This entire street, this intersection has been taken over by the NGO, basically. And they actually operate in this building here, which was given to them by the city for a dollar. Uh, and then this building here, which is ironic because this is where we actually confronted them last week. And they've actually taken their sign off the building. But this is all being done by Team Brownsville the city of Brownsville, and several other NGOs in the city, again, profiting off of this human trafficking and this invasion that uh, just is going to get worse as Title 42 ends tonight. Ben, we talked to folks down in El Paso. Are the, the, straight sea, the uh, safe streets fiasco, are they just processing these people and letting them go into the community or then bus them in farther into the United States? As quickly as they can, they're they're uh, you know they're put, passing them through as fast as they can deal with it because they just can't hold on to them. They have no place to put them. So DPS takes them within, uh, oftentimes within 24 hours. DPS comes here. A bus just left. They drop them off right here. They send them into the NGO. The NGO goes in. They try to basically upsell them on hotel rooms and bus state bus tickets or t or plane tickets, and then they fly them. They ship them. They send them all over the country, and then the next group comes through, and the next group comes through, and then the next group comes through. It's a well-oiled machine down here. Yeah. It's not chaos. It's organized. Hey, Ben, you hang right there. We're going to come back to you. Want to, uh, to um, this historic event yesterday on the committee. Um, and uh, MSNBC didn't cover it. CNN didn't cover it. C-SPAN didn't cover it. Uh, the New York, uh, New York Times, Washington Post, everybody, their official Twitter accounts, not one tweet in the entire time, yet an average of two or three tweets during the time you were up there mm -hmm. about George Santos. Okay. Yeah. They're in your, and then you, you had this amazing presentation. I want to go to that because to back up your, he betrayed, they betrayed their country. But the throwdown was at high noon, the FBI had to come forward with the paperwork re regarding the whistleblower and Chris Ray just put it right in your guy's grill. So walk me through the whole thing. What have you seen? What evidence have you actually seen at Treasury that leads you to back up this comment that the Biden and his family have betrayed their country? Well, the suspicious, excuse me, the subpoena that was issued by uh, Senator Grassley and Congressman Chairman of Oversight Comer last week, I believe will be the smoking gun. And that document exists. But Christopher Way, the FBI, is unwilling to share that information with the American people. I hope 
like hell that they will show that document either way. We know that it exists. We trust the whistleblower and what he's saying. But literally, you know, the left is saying that no one is above the law. They've said that for years going after the right. So put your money where your mouth is and investigate the president and his family. And when you see the suspicious activity reports, which is what we saw at Treasury. Tell, tell, tell people what that report, suspicious activity, right. Treasury has these records. Walk us through the, the They're process. They're created by banks. They're confidential reports, so I can't go into specific details about that. The bank records are we can talk about publicly. But those reports are put together by banks when they suspe- suspect money laundering, well, racketeering. Because they have people, f- officials like myself, you're called PEP, uh, mm-hmm. politically exposed mm-hmm. persons. And you're, you're right. kind of, you're, and you know, you're on watch, and if they see what they call suspicious activity, that goes up to the when next level. When you see dozens of Rosemont Seneca LLCs, Rosemont 1, 2, 3, Rosemont ABC, literally, when you see money being wired from our adversaries to all these dozens and dozens of shell companies, then being that same amount of money being distributed into the bank account of the vice president's family, now president's family, yeah, you're going to be suspected of racketeering and money laundering. And when you see some of the the shady individuals, including one of the the communist Chinese individuals that was giving money to the Biden family, was suspected of, of gathering intel at one point. The Romanians, they were corrupt. They've been convicted of corruption. And so when you see that, the left also wants to say, hey, how does this connect Joe Biden? Well, this is literally his blood connection. This is his family tree, including one grandchild, nieces and nephews. And those are innocent bystanders to this scheme of corruption. But it ought to be investigated to the fullest extent of the law. And you say, what can we do about it? You write, uh, well, I hope that we will use the appropriations you process. Hope, you hope? That we that Republicans. You're a, do- you're a, you're a doer. I'm you a hope? doer. Okay, but why, why don't I have hope? I'm only one voice, and I'm one vote on oversight. But if the FBI won't but do its job. But you punch above your weight. I do. Okay. <laughs> I just read the New York Times profile that you punch above your weight. I will punch a bully in the face. I got no problem doing that. But we have to, if we have to, use the appropriations process if we have to, to get pre- the documents. Are you prepared to do that, and you think leadership will have your back on that? We'll have to see. I'm not on the Appropriations right, Committee. I'm on that. oversight. But that is something that I'm proposing that we do to, tr- to get the documents because we've seen the Biden family play a shell game with money from our adver- adversaries like Communist China. Now the FBI, Christopher Wray, is playing a shell game with documents that substantiate our claims and our investigation. Let's go back to two things and bifurcate this. Yeah. You have two situations. One, you have a very specific thing, and you've actually gone to Treasury and seen these yes. reports. You've actually seen the wire transfers. You've seen yes. the bank records. So you have two things. You have the Biden family investigation, mm-hmm. and it's dealing with the Chinese Communist Party we know at the highest levels, right? Then you also have a situation is that this has been known for seven or eight years. The Treasury Department knew it. The mm-hmm. Department of Justice knew it. The FBI knew it. Uh, other elements of our government, maybe the Central Intelligence or DNI, you have an entire system that has been a Praetorian Guard to protect this, right, which is right. probably – even as big as the, the, the thing itself. So walk us through when you look at this, both the in the, the investigation and then what you're going to do in holding the apparatus accountable. Walk me through those two. It's massive, and it's tens of millions of dollars. In fact, the thickest suspicious activity report that I saw was on the prostitution ring. Uh, 
that is being alleged. And I get called a conspiracy theorist. Hang over a second. <laughs> Hang over a second. Yeah. Hang over a second. What do you mean the prostitution Well, ring? that there is an alleged prostitution right. ring as part of uh, some of the financial activities that were happening. And so, so you're actually here to say you've seen the wire. I saw, uh, you've yes. seen the bank records, the wire transfers about when people talk about human trafficking and the trafficking of women yes. for sex. And I, yes. And I am someone, I call the balls and strikes. I call them against R's and against D's and I get in trouble with both sides every day. But I cannot deny what I read, actually read. And we're talking about the vice president. A bank, as you know, being from that sector, the financial sector, a bank, especially if it's dealing with the vice president's family, is going to take even extra, even far greater precaution when doing these reports. And so this is, I wish the American public could see what we saw. I get accused of being a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, no, I'm just reporting back to you what I visually saw with my own eyes. What we were able to do yesterday was just show four bank records from four banks. There are up to a dozen banks that we're talking about. There are more banks. More banks. More and we banks. We haven't even gotten to that part. There are at least eight more banks uh, with bank records that will substantiate our claims. Now, we can't bring charges. Now, we can. Oversight mm-hmm. Committee will refer charges to the DOJ. We'll do that. But you just saw what... Christopher Ray did yesterday regarding the documents we know exist because they've been seen and there's a transcription of it. We've seen them trying to hide those documents, and I and I am going to be urging Comer to get them out in Grassley no matter what. But ho ho ho, mm-hmm. you're breaking news here. You, you, walk, walk us through that slowly. That seeing this stone wall, mm-hmm. you're going to advocate to Senator Grassley and to Chairman Comer. Show the what? evidence. You mean put out? You want to put out about the whistleblower too, or play out the I, bank I want tactics? the information that the whistleblower has to eventually to get out there. The American people deserve to know. They don't trust the government. They don't trust politicians. In other words, you're not prepared to be stonewalled. If they're no, going to we shouldn't be stonewalled, us. and we should refer charges. I mean, if someone with the last name Biden needs to be charged, prosecuted, and go to prison, then then so be it. But uh, politicians and elected officials aren't above the law. How much, on the Biden situation, how much more work do you think the committee and its staff have to do? Because at some point in time, you're going to have to have public hearings about this. Yeah, we're only, we're only newly into this. We're less than 100 days from having subpoena power. So this is just the beginning. This is just the tip of the iceberg. And the mainstream media is like, well, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. We're sh- literally showing the evidence. We're showing the bank records. We're showing the shell companies. And this is just the start of it. There is so much more work that needs to be done. It's going to take some time. We have limited resources and limited staff to be able to do is that. Is Treasury and other aspects outside the FBI, are they being – they let you come over and see it. Mm-hmm. MTG gave a, a, a did a TikTok or something right outside of it. I think you went on air too. Are they accommodating your investigation or are they also stonewalling? They, we were surprised that they accommodated our access because originally they said they would not give us access to, but only to one suspicious activity report. We got access to over 170. Now, in that 170, from four banks. Well, nope, that was just two Bidens. That was James Biden and Hunter Biden. Now, of those 170 suspicious activity reports, we find out there are seven more Bidens. So now we need to get that you guys found out. That was not presented to you. Correct. You- so that was discovered through the suspicious activity reports. We now need to go back and request. What other suspicious activity reports on those other Bidens and bank records? This is my point. Treasury are people that investigate this and they have these investigators. They're not coming forward and say, hey, here's, we want to walk you through the whole thing. You guys are having to say, oh, I see this. You're have to, you're, you're, they're playing a little bit hide the football. You've got to go and ask. You've got to be Columbo. Ask the question. Get the results. See it. Ask another question. Is that where we stand in That's this? That's where we stand in this. And it's going to take time because we have been stonewalled previously. And Comer is doing a fantastic job trying to getting yes. this information. Senator Grassley 
bringing forth, he has a couple of whistleblowers bringing forth, because the media said we had no whistleblowers. Come to find out they were wrong. The media said the laptop was fake. Come to find out we were right. We're not conspiracy theorists. This is These are things that are happening. Biden denied it during the election in 2020. Come to find out he lied. So I think all we owe the American people is the truth. And then they can decide for themselves. But tell me about the, the bifurcation, the second part. Mm-hmm. Why should we be in a situation, even with separation of powers, why should you be in a, a situation where an oversight committee whose mandate is to oversee the executive branch, why should you be in a situation that everything you have to do is fought for? And the big question is the records and transfers you're looking for from, I think, 2015, 16, mm-hmm. and 17, correct? Mm-hmm. They're, last time I looked, seven and eight years ago. Why is this – why are MTG – and, and Congressman Mace now at Treasury seven or eight years later. What, what, that, that To me, the bigger – obviously the Bidens in portraying their country is huge. Mm-hmm. But the bigger scandal is we have an apparatus that knows that and will protect it. Well, we finally won the House. So I came in with MTG uh, in, in 2020. But we finally have the power in the House. We have the power of the subpoena. And at some point, we're going to need to use that power to command people to come before the Oversight Committee. And so <clears throat> we finally have that, which is why 24 is so important. We want to keep the House. We'd like to win the Senate. We would like to win the White House so that this kind of corruption can be fully investigated. Charges can be referred and investigated um, on the other side of this because we you, can't bring charges right. on oversight. If, if you can stay for a few minutes in the next block, just a few minutes ago, I want to talk about 2024. You've been mm-hmm. quite adamant about or uh, 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 about the issue of abortion and mm-hmm. Dobbs. President Trump addressed it last night. I want to deal with that for a few minutes on the other side. But right before I go to break, because I know our audience's head's blowing up, this prostitution, human trafficking, th- this is the thickest file. This is because I know the what you think about, what, about the... human trafficking and sex. You're yeah. saying this, is, this particular area of, in, in the rest of this, you're going to pursue and get to the bottom of it? You will see members of the Oversight Committee. I talked with Chairman Comer last night pursue this this particular issue. The file exists. I've seen it. It was the thickest one. And um, this is no conspiracy. Theory. This is You've not a conspiracy the- theory. No, not at all. And I'm not one to you know peddle gonna, conspiracy theory. They're going to tear you apart for this. You understand? Yes. Because this cuts yes. to the heart of, of some of the bad element. Right. Which is why I, in a purple district, I call the balls and strikes on both sides. So I want to be very clear that, that I'm not going down that rabbit hole. It is real. It exists. I've seen it with my own eyes. Okay. We're going to take a short break. By the way, I think we have Mark Mitchell of Rasmussen. Rasmussen's got polling. The American people have your back on this. Mm-hmm. They think that this is a real scandal, and they want answers. They mm-hmm. don't want this kind of hide the football. Okay. Short commercial break. Congressman Nancy Mace, we're going to deal with the Dobbs decision, the issue of abortion. President Trump gave an answer last night. Uh, people's heads are blowing up. We're going to get into all that. If you can stay for a few more minutes, because sure. I know you've been a big advocate of this about focusing on 2024. Short commercial break. Back in the worm, Congressman Nancy Mace of South Carolina, the first female graduate of the Citadel. Yes, sir. Tough place. Take ass and take that's names. A, that's that's a, what we do here. <laughs> tough, Citadel, tough place. Great institution. Yeah. Short break. Back in a moment. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, in our insurmountable national debt. 
The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. How do you plan to appeal to women voters in New Hampshire who are concerned about the Dobbs decision and how states may change their laws? It's such a great question, and it was such a great victory, and uh, people are starting to understand it now. Uh, You know that they wanted to bring it back to the states, but that was probably the least important part of that victory. Getting rid of uh, Roe v. Wade was an incredible thing for pro-life because it gave pro-life something to negotiate with. Pro-life had absolutely nothing being stuck in Roe v. Wade to negotiate with. And now what's happening, and I see it all over, uh, deals are being made, deals are going to be made, and look, everybody that was president wanted to get rid and tried to get rid of Roe v. Wade for 50 years. Republicans. For 50 years, this has been going on. Actually, a couple of Democrats, too. But for 50 years, this has been going on. I was able to do it, and I was very honored to do it. But by doing it, things are happening that are very, very positive. And you have to, I happen to believe in the exceptions, the life of the mother, rape, incest, like Ronald Reagan believed in the exceptions. But I happen to believe that. I think it, I think it's frankly important to do that. But a lot of people are, uh, you know, against that. A a relatively small, relatively small number. But the way I, the way I look, I think it's very important to say this. I consider the other side to be radical because the other side under Roe v. Wade and other things, the other side, they're radical because they will Remember the debate with Hillary Clinton? I said, rip the baby out of the womb at the end of the ninth month. They will kill the baby in the ninth month. If you look at that crazy governor of Virginia from the former governor, where he said, no, the baby will be born, and then we'll decide essentially whether or not to execute but the Mr. baby. But, Mr. President, can we talk about what you would do if no, you but are, these are the radical are people. It's not the pro-life people that are radical. But if you are re-elected and you're back in the Oval Office and you get legislation to your desk, would you sign a federal abortion ban into law? I, what I'll do is negotiate so that people are happy. But the fact that we were able, I was able, I'm so proud of it, we put three great justices on the Supreme Court. We have almost 300 federal judges on the Supreme Court. Just to be clear, just to be clear, Mr. President, you you would sign a federal abortion ban.
Congressman Bay, Mace, uh, explain your position. The president last night said he gave everybody in a room uh, but wouldn't commit to signing uh, a, a federal legislation. So get everybody in the room or work out a deal. Give us your per- perception because, remember, you're in the war room, and this is the hardest core. We're the dead editors on basically every issue, the yeah. debt ceiling, the invasion of the southern border, the Ukraine war, and, and this one particularly. So many traditional Catholics and evangelical Christians, and particularly – so many people have looked up and admired you that said, hey, is Nancy Mace, the, the girl that came out of Citadel, mm-hmm. has she lost her way? Is she now attracted to the power of the imperial city and prepared to trade off her moral values for the expediency of political contest, ma'am? Well, you just heard. I don't believe uh, I exchange anything morally for being pro-exceptions for women, for the life of the mother, for rape, for incest, coming from the former president who got Roe v. Wade overturned, which is ironic that all these pro-life groups are coming after him after he delivered that. And what he says about Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade did, in fact, allow abortion up until the birth of the baby. It allowed for that. And I agree with his sentiment that we need to get everybody in a room together and figure this out. The left is at 24 weeks, and we've got some that are at zero with no exceptions. And that's just not where the vast majority of Americans are. And it's not enough to just to win a Republican primary these days. We've got to show compassion. I was raped at the age of 16. I was raped by a high school classmate of mine. I dropped out of high school. I became a Waffle House waitress. This is before my Citadel days. I would eventually make it out of that mess. But I really want to show because as a woman. Because of the rape? Because of the rape. And I want to show as a woman and a mom that you can be conservative, but also we have to get more than conservatives to vote for us. In a general election, we need independence. And even Republicans aren't with zero exceptions. They want some moderation on this 15 to 20 weeks with exceptions, getting everybody in a well, room. What about the governor of Florida? I think it's six weeks. Well, isn't it? they had talk, a 15 week ban. But t- talk to our, the, the, the hardcore, we have yeah. the traditional Catholics and the evangelical Christians that are the, the, the foot soldiers. For the MAGA movement, talk to them. Yeah, how, how but do you, what's in, your, what's in Florida, they had a they had a great bill that was 15 weeks, and then this bill was signed in the dead of night at six weeks, um, and the the requirements for women who've been raped are untenable. And they're too, uh, too demanding and too demeaning for victims of rape and girls who are victims of incest. It doesn't show the kind of compassion that we need to show to women, particularly to to get uh, win a general election and to win those those suburban moms over. And as a rape victim, I'm trying to use my voice to say, time out. You can be pro-life and be pro-woman and win. You can be a conservative in a purple district. I have 40% of independents are in my district and win by showing a little bit of love and compassion to those who've gotten the worst of life. Do you support what the president said last night? I do. And, he, and I agree with what he walk, said. Walk last me through night. what you take away of what he said well, last night. Right now they, he's she saying, kept coming at him nonstop. Well, yeah, leave it up to the states, which is fine to do. And, and so that you'll have that patchwork across the country. If you believe in federalism, that is a, a, a fine answer. We can do things at the federal level. We should be protecting girls who are raped and victims of incest. We should be getting the funding to process rape kits. We should be making sure women have access to birth control. I have 14 counties in South Carolina with no OBGYN doctor. How are they supposed to get birth control? You want to reduce the number of babies killed, you should reduce the number of unwanted and I pregnancies. Take it those are the more impoverished uh, counties. More impoverished. Uh, and so I agree with him. At the federal level, he says, get everybody in a room and figure it out, which is the right answer, okay. both sides. Hang on for one second. I got Mark Mitchell from Rasmussen. Mark, do you have some polling that you can share with us about these investigations and the Biden scandal? Congressman Mace is on the Oversight Committee. Can you walk us through top line what your what your uh, polling shows? Uh, Steve, you know how things fall apart slowly and then all at once. And I think that that's what's potentially starting to happen to the Biden administration. Last time I was on, we talked about how 
we had that really breakneck shift in the question about whether Biden is actually calling the shots or whether others are making decisions for him behind the scenes. And for the first time, 55% of Americans, uh, American likely voters, say that Biden actually is just following orders. That was a huge shift because we've asked that question many times and never really got a number that high. Now, you also know that we've been really heavily polling on issues of the, the Hunter Biden laptop from hell and Biden family corruption. But there's questions that we really hadn't answered yet, very specifically tying Joe Biden um, to the issues that his son has with all these overseas business deals. And so that's the numbers I have back today. And these are, I mean, just setting records. So the first one, congressional investigators say they've obtained documents that would implicate Joe Biden in a pay for play scheme in trying to set up a deal to receive funds uh, for him and his family in exchange for foreign policy decisions when Biden was vice president. How likely is it that Joe Biden perf- personally profited from such a deal? 63% of likely vote- voters say likely, 44% very likely. That's a, I mean, that's a point higher than any of the uh, previous questions we had. The party breakdowns are really damning. Uh, 85% of Republicans say likely, but also 65% of independents. So really big nosebleed number there. And that's okay. before we get into how many, how much of, of, of Joe Biden's bills were paid by, for by Hunter Biden, who was getting yes. all the money from Congress. You're saying the, this is the top of the first inning, as you, as mm-hmm. you see it. One more yeah. time, uh, Mark, quickly, give me those top line numbers just on the Biden situation, overall voters, and then break it down by party. These are pretty blockbuster uh, yeah. numbers. Right. This is question one. I want to share question two also. So this is how likely is it that Joe Biden personally profited from such a deal? Now, previously, we had found 62 percent think it was likely he may have profited from at least one overseas company, including a company in China. Now we're at 63 percent among all likely voters. Eighty five percent of Republicans say likely 65 percent of independents and even 41 percent of Democrats. But the one to me that stands out even more. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? The Hunter Biden scandal is not just about the president's son. This is about the entire Biden family, including the president of the United States. 66% of likely voters somewhat agree with that. 51%, a majority of voters strongly agree with that. 86% of Republicans, at least somewhat 72% of independents. So now almost three out of four independents. Yeah. Hang on, because Congressman Mace has to go. The American people have your back. Yes, and and, and they should. They don't trust Congress. And what I'm trying to show as a conservative in a very independent-leaning district, here is the roadmap to winning back independent voters, is showing the truth, showing up to work, kicking ass, taking names, and holding the federal government and their agencies accountable for the corruption that Americans see every single day. If this were the average American sitting watching this show this morning— They'd be thrown in jail. They'd be in prison. They wouldn't get bail for doing the kinds of things that the Biden family has done, including grandchildren, nieces and nephews, brothers, sisters, wives, current wives, ex-wives, all these people that were paid off. The um, In this movie, The Untouchables, Sean Connery, the old cop, says, hey, everybody knows where the whiskey is. It's not a question of that. It's who's got the courage to kick down the door and to go in and to, who has the political will to do this and have our back. We just started on the border. Ken Paxson earlier, Ben Burkwam, Ken Pax, Attorney General, this invasion. People feel powerless. The inexorable mm-hmm. pull of the d- destruction of our sovereignty. Now they see in your investigation the apparatus coming together to block you. What are you prepared to do in this investigation to get to the truth? Whatever it takes. And the Oversight Committee, we have a number of power players in there who are willing to risk it all 
to get to the truth, to do the DOJ referrals, whatever it's going to take to get there. We should use the appropriations process as needed as well, but the American people deserve the truth, and this is showing that we can fight hard for America and win back in 24. You, you say this is going to be hardball all the way through because mm-hmm. they're not going to roll over. How do people get to your website, social media, all that? It's nancymace.org where they can go check out what I'm doing. They can support us. Uh, we're one of those, one of a handful of districts that'll be determining the swing and direction of our country. It's a purple seat. It's a swing district. I'm a conservative who is trying to do the right thing for America right now. Um, I got to tell you, incredible. Last thing, a debt ceiling. The guys are going over tomorrow at the White House. To, to, how do you think this thing played? McCarthy did a master class outside the White House. Give me 30 seconds on that. Biden needs to come to the table. I think there'll be pressure for him to negotiate with Republicans. We cannot keep doing what we have always done. We need to fix the $31, $32 trillion in debt. That means he's got to negotiate. No clean lift. No, no. clean debt ceiling. Yep. No way. Right. right. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you very much for coming in. Short commercial break. We got Professor Dershowitz. Mark Mitchell's going to stay. We've got this polling we're going to drill down on. We got Professor Dershowitz on some legal issues we want to get into because trust me, after last night, President Trump's command performance and the citizens of New Hampshire, the Granite Staters, those amazing citizens ask those amazing questions. MAGA is ascendant, and trust me, they're going to come with lawfare full on. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. Thank you very much. Thank you. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Stephen K. Bannon here with a warning. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? What if the title to your home, the legal document that proves you actually own it, is in some criminal's name? That's home title theft. And it's a total and complete nightmare. Home titles are online now. And once a criminal forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or worse, sells your home. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? My partners at Home Title Lock demonstrate how criminals get you in minutes. They found the title to my home online and forged my signature stating I sold my home. Some criminal was now the owner. Home Title Lock helps shut it down. That's what they do better than anyone on this planet. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over your title to your home? Find out free with a sign-up and get 30 days. Let me repeat that. 30 days of free protection when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this today. Take action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay. <laughs> I know the posse's so excited right now. Come on. Come on. The enemy, my enemy, is my friend right now. This committee is everything. Um, and there's a lot going on here, and people should know behind the scenes. There's so much work and effort. I got, uh, let's go to Ben Burkwam. One of the reasons here is the invasion of this country, sir. Give us an update from Brownsville. Well, just to give you an idea of what's going on here, Steve, uh, we've just seen three buses unload. We've got a fourth bus you can see right there behind me. Uh, This is, and a fifth bus coming right in behind them. This is an absolute, I mean, the the numbers are staggering what we're seeing here. Uh, Just in this sector alone, I heard last night, uh, in one day it was 12,000 that have come across here, Steve. This is unprecedented. And again, it all goes back to these leftist NGOs. Team Brownsville, ironically, they took their sign off the window because we exposed them last week. These organizations are profiting off of this human smuggling. Yeah. 
Catholic churches. Ben, just hang right there. Uh, I want to go to Professor Dershowitz. He's on a break. He's very busy today. He broke some time out. Professor, the reason is I want to talk about your book because you laid out after last night the command performance of Donald J. Trump, the meltdown the left has had, the accusing of citizens that ask questions of being members of a cult. They understand Trump's on a roll, going to win the primary, win the general, and go back to the White House. The only way they're going to stop him is by lawfare. You lay out every case. Walk us through quickly. This the, the the use of lawfare coming against Donald J. Trump. And do you agree with me that it's only going to intensify after his performance last night? Oh, there's no doubt about that. This is their tactic of choice. In my book, Get Trump, I go through the four criminal investigations, one weaker than the other, and the several civil attacks, including the one that resulted in the mixed verdict the other day, no rape, but yes, sexual assault. Uh, the four cases against them, the New York case of Bragg, is the weakest, the weakest indictment I have ever seen in 60 years of practicing criminal law. No misdemeanor, no felony. They made it all up after running on a campaign pledge to get Trump. You know, my book, I'm not smart enough to have come up with the title Get Trump. Get Trump is the campaign pledge that the attorney general and the district attorney of New York came up with, and they promised to get Trump in order to prevent him from becoming president. That's their campaign pledge. And they're going to try him, as they did the other day, in New York, in front of jurors who voted for people like Bragg and, and James on the promise of getting Trump. How can you get a fair trial there? Then you move down to Fulton County. There, this is clear. The president said, "Go ahead. find, yeah. I need to find. He didn't say I need to concoct or make up. Find means there are votes that haven't been counted. That's perfectly acceptable. Then you move to Washington, D.C., where the president said, I want you to protest lawfully, uh, patriotically, legally. Uh, that's protected by the First Amendment, the right of the people peacefully to assemble, to protest the activities of government. Finally, we get to Florida. There's where there's one problem. There's no problem on the possession of the classified material. They can't go after him if they didn't go after Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, and uh, Vice President Pence. They can't do that. They're trying to create, concoct, an obstruction of justice charge. They're trying to say that every American has the obligation to cooperate with law enforcement if they know that law enforcement is out to get them. Well, no, I don't cooperate with law enforcement. When I defend somebody, I do everything in my power to prevent law enforcement from going after my client. And so that's what I think he and his lawyers did in Florida, but they're trying to create an obstruction of justice charge. They're trying to say, look, it's always in the cover-up. They're trying to get him in the cover-up. That, I think, is his greatest vulnerability, but it's not particularly great. The goal is to stop him from running. Remember, in a civil trial, he didn't have to be there. He could campaign. But in the criminal trial, he has to be in court every single day and that's a day that the voters are denied the right to hear what he has to say on the stump the way they heard him last night on CNN. So that's the tactic. And, Get and, Trump and, and they're, they're, all, they're all skipping around. By the way, the book is Get Trump. Uh, it's from Skyhorse Press. You can go to Amazon. Uh, I want everybody to read this because now the only way they're going to stop him is lawfare. Last question. They're skipping. A bunch of guys, although he command performance and destroyed him last night in their meltdown, we're all cult members. A bunch of them to try to find something that that came of good. They're all skipping around saying he said so many things last night that are going to hurt him or nail him in these uh, in these criminal investigations from Fulton County to J6 to Mar-a-Lago. Your thoughts and observations on that, sir? Well, you know, the judge in New York has put a gag order at him. Basically, 
saying you can't say some of the things you may have said on CNN. Look, Trump talks a lot. And if I were his lawyer, I would probably advise him to look at that uh, uh, famous fish that people have on their walls that they caught. And there's a sign under it saying, I'd still be swimming if I had kept my mouth shut. And there are occasions when Trump probably should abide by that and keep his mouth shut. But he has the right as a candidate to get out there and speak. And I believe that the judge's order in New York gagging him and telling him he can't say certain things is unconstitutional and should be challenged. It's part of the get Trump. Keep him quiet. Keep him busy. Keep him from talking to the American public because they don't want a repeat of what happened last night on CNN. That's their goal. It's unconstitutional. It's illegal. I'm a liberal Democrat. I don't plan to vote for Donald Trump, but I plan to continue to defend his right and my right to listen to him and my right to vote for whoever I want to vote for without interference by Democrat elected prosecutors whose goal it is to get Trump. So I hope you buy my book and read my book because that sends a message to yep. prosecutors at least somebody's watching. Somebody's looking over your shoulder and history will judge you and the Constitution will judge you and it will not judge you well. Professor Dershowitz, how do people get to your podcast? How did they get to you on social media? Well, uh, podcast is easy. It's on Rumble and it's on YouTube and it's called The Dersh Show and it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday live and you can get it any other day. And I'm not an expert on social media, but I'm on Twitter and I'm on all the other kinds of things. But, you know, the best thing is read my book, Get Trump, because that will give you a, a roadmap through every single one of the cases against them. And yeah. you'll see how weak they really are and how this is an unconstitutional effort to interfere with an election. And it has to be stopped because, as the subtitle of and my book, the threat to civil yeah. liberties due process and our constitutional rule of law. And that's what we're seeing going on in America today. And, and, and after last night in the polling that's come out, they understand the only way they're going to stop him is lawfare. Professor Dershowitz, thank you. Honored to, thank you for taking time away to break off and, and to join us. Well, thank you so much. Okay, I want to have Professor Dershowitz on here today because last night that performance, and we're going to break the performance down last night more in the 5 to 7 show, where I was going to try to do this morning, but there's so much going on, including the fact we got swatted in the middle of the show when I was in the, in the C block in the first hour. I'm telling my team, hey, can you knock it off? I've got to concentrate here. We're actually getting swatted. The, uh, the criminals, and it is criminals that, that continue to swat us, have to understand that the police are savvy to you and investigating it. And uh, what they're trying to do on the swats is they're trying to have uh, suicide by police. They're trying to make sure that something happens here, that one of the police officers uh, gets concerned about what's going on and actually starts uh, firing uh, the D.C. metro and the, and the people around this area are, are uh, understand about these and the criminals. Here's why. They fear this audience. They understand that this is ascendant. And what they're going to try to do is take any voice, whether it's Donald Trump or Tucker Carlson or Steve Bannon of the War Room, they're going to try to eliminate all those voices. They understand that an informed electorate is a electorate that will um, – demand consent of the governed and the governed right now are not consenting to this whether it's on the southern border of this country or what are the investigations mark mitchell thank you for sticking around i just want to go back congressman base is gone now we got a minute to breathe just walk me back through this polling i want everybody to understand this because yesterday's two big events 
was the investigation, the, 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 the House, although the mainstream media didn't cover it. Don't think that means how important it is. It's the polling of the American people now awakening to this, not really having heard much about it because it's been so suppressed, right? So, Mark Mitchell, give me your – and then Trump's ascendant last night, and that's why I had Dershowitz on because the lawfare part's going to get more and more important because this is their last – this is going to be their last line of defense. They can't defeat him at the ballot box, and the media can't protect him anymore, can't protect Biden anymore. Um, Mark Mitchell, walk me through that polling again, how important this is. Absolutely. And I can't predict the future, but I can predict some of the future. And here's what I think is going to happen. I think that bit by bit, more about what Joe Biden potentially has done is going to leak out, and we're going to ask questions about it. And each of these sets of questions is going to get increasingly uncomfortable for the Biden administration because people are still getting this information. There's discussions on Twitter. There's discussions on social media. These results from this poll here were even asked prior, two-thirds of them, prior to yesterday's um, you know, announcements from Representative Comer. So the, the information is getting out. But what's really important here is, like I said, these are escalating. So before we asked about Hunter Biden's business deals, then we asked about how serious of a scandal is it that Hunter Biden's getting preferential treatment and is that influencing the election? Now here we're talking about the president profiting from Hunter's deals and that this scandal is actually about the president's involvement. And we have strong majorities of likely voters for both of those situations, uh, at least somewhat agreeing and very high numbers, you know, very strongly agreeing as well. And the real kill shot here to me is the independent one. So we also asked a question about how serious of a scandal are the accusations of foreign influence peddling by Joe Biden and his family. 52% a majority of likely voters say very serious, 17% say somewhat serious. So that's a combined 69%. Almost seven out of 10 Americans say it's a serious scandal. Now, we got that 69% as well when we talked about the preferential treatment that Hunter Biden got. But here's the thing the number for independents, I think, was in the high 50s. Here, the independent number 61% of independents say it's a very serious scandal. A combined 72% of independents say it's at least a somewhat serious scandal. So that's record setting there. And the, the other two questions from an independent perspective. Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark, 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 Mark here's, what, here's what's amazing to me. You would agree, because I know you live in the news cycle too, that, you know, today, yesterday, nobody covered it live. Today, there's no new, Washington Times has got it above the fold. But besides that, there's no mention in any of the major newspapers. There's no mention on MSNBC or CNN. There's been a blackout of most of this information. How are, what you're saying is these numbers are shifted radically. Independence are paying attention. They back it. And this is really with what's been essentially a mainstream media uh, cover on the story to date, essentially. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I, and I can just tell you anecdotally from our Twitter feed, the topics that really take off and blow up and, and spread really rapidly are <laughs> Biden corruption – um, basically the immolation of the mainstream media and election integrity. If we post something about that, it goes nuts on Twitter. So those are, to me, the topics that seem to have legs right now. And I don't really care what's happening on MSNBC. I went, I tuned into CNN last night. I'll, I'll be honest with you. But I don't think that's where people are getting their news because, I mean, sure enough, uh, <laughs> this is about the entire Biden family, including the president of the United States. 
Now, who talked about the nine Biden family members that were involved in this? It was at a press conference and it was maybe covered by the New York Post and what, the Daily Mail, and that's about it. But sure enough, 72% of independents at least somewhat agree that this is about Joe Biden himself, the presidency. 60% strongly agree. And, you know, these numbers are are just going to go up. And, you know, the the questions that are going to come next are, well, like, what was he selling and who was he selling it to? That's what's going to come out next, I assume. Mark, just hang on for one second. Hang on for one second if you don't mind. I know you're busy, but we'll hold you through a short commercial break. We got Mark Mitchell, Rasmussen, some just breathtaking polling, stunning. Um, we've got uh, Ben Burkwam is still down in Brownsville. We're going to go back to that. We're going to be back at five to seven night. I'm going to break down what happened uh, last night and all of it in detail uh, then with economic and the political news. Short break. Back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, uh, Mark Mitchell, how do people get to you? This polling, you're polling the things that are most important in drive. You poll signal, not noise, and that's what's so important about Rasmussen. I want everybody to understand this investigation is massive, and as I talk to Congressman, it's bifurcated. One is the Biden family, the betrayal of our country for money. The other is the apparatus, the Praetorian Guard, that protect this and persecute Trump. They protect the criminals and persecute Trump. Uh, I want to go to uh, Mark. Where do people get to you? Where do they get more uh, Rasmussen? Absolutely. And I think it's going to be epic because something's going to break 
Democrats still have a high 70s approval rating for Biden. 62% of them still want to run for president. And their numbers are diverging from independents and Republicans on this in a major way. And something is going to break. RasmussenReports.com. We also we have a new YouTube channel where I've been putting out five to six minute videos. Gives a little reader's digest in each of these polls. Really want people to come and subscribe on YouTube. It's free and they just get notifications when those videos come out. And hit us on Twitter because that's where the discussion is at. Rasmussen underscore poll. Thank you, brother. Great job. And thank you for hanging around. Just very powerful. Very powerful. And Congressman Mason, these guys, now we're going to get your polling over to them. MTG, Brian Donalds, all these warriors on, on oversight to know that the American people have their back. Uh, we have, we're going to spend more time on the debt ceiling. There's a meeting at the White House again tomorrow. Staffs are working right now. You heard Nancy Mace. You heard President Trump. In fact, I'll play that tonight. I don't have time to. President Trump had your back on the creditors committee. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash war, uh, slash Bannon, excuse me, slash Bannon to get the end of the dollar empire, particularly the third installment, the debt trap, but you want to read the first two also. It's totally free. Get that. Immerse yourself in it. President Trump called the bluff of Janet Yellen and uh, and Janet Yellen and uh, and Biden. By the way, Jamie Dimon, I'm just getting this from the from the engine room. I think he just gave an interview where he said he would not J.P. Morgan would not be buying any sovereign debt of other countries, uh, would not buy sovereign debt. That is we'll talk. We'll break that down. But that means more than ever, you need to talk to Philip Patrick and his team at Birch Gold to find out about your IRA, your 401k what it means to get into precious metals, what it means for your retirement, what it means as protecting your assets. So go check it out today. Philip Patrick and the team, you'll want to talk to Birch Gold. Immerse yourself in information. We give you the macro economics here. That's where we got Peter Navarro's uh, course. I think for you go to our site, you pay 12 bucks to get a Harvard-level course of macroeconomics. We give you the macro. We don't give you investment advice. But you can talk to Philip Patrick and his team and just think this thing through. You have to do it. Also, in trying to take things off your plate, and I can't say this enough, in the financial firestorm we're in, remember, just think about it. For most people, 80 to 90% of their net worth is tied up in the equity of their home. Okay? You can't have that jeopardized. And right now, with the unrestricted warfare that's going on in Ukraine, in, in the Eurasian landmass, in the South China Sea, in China, cyber, and now particularly with artificial intelligence, cyber is a weapon of unparalleled strength. You have to take yourself out as a combatant in that, and particularly the ability for them to get your title, your home title. Go to hometitlelock.com right now and just get the information of what it means. These cyber guys are getting there, and here's the big fear. Not so much that they can sell your house, which they can do if they get their hands on the title, but that they can go to a bank and take out a second. Could you afford right now in this economic situation to have somebody that's not you get hold of your title, actually electronically and be able to take a second mortgage of a couple hundred thousand bucks, suck the cash out. All of a sudden you get notification. You're not paying off your second. So hang on. I don't have a second. Yes, there is a process to unwind that, but you got to get a lawyer and it takes a long time. It's going to cost you money. And if you fail to get it unwound, you're going to be on the hook for hundreds of thousands of dollars plus the interest. You can't afford that right now. So make sure this is simple. Just go to home title lock and get the information that they provide of the service they provide that protect you. I know we do it here, and we've, we've done it as soon as we met those guys. And, hey, it just takes another headache off the table. HomeTitleLock.com and go check out Bannon. Let's go to Ben Burkwan. Ben is in, in Brownsville. By the way, Charlie Kirk follows us at noon. You're going to want to fight Charlie. He's going to be all over this. 
We're going to be back at 5 to 7. We're going to have Ben and the guys on the border, hopefully Benzman, others, to break down on the invasion day what's happening. Also to break down what happened last night in New Hampshire, and particularly these heroes, these MAGA patriots, uh, the Granite Staters, they ask these amazing questions. Ben Burkwam, give us the latest of the invasion of the United States of America, sir. Steve, it's not even slowing down. It's increasing. And just to give you an idea, an illustration of just how bad this is, this is from the Department of Homeland Security. This is what every single person that comes in is given. It was dumped right here. This is what our Department of Homeland Security is doing, aiding and abetting the invasion. It's I can't even express to you how bad it is. This is the eighth bus that has pulled up since I've been here in less than an hour. Eighth bus in Brownsville, guys. This is I, I can't even express to you. It is it is death of our nation. And I just have to say, Steve, we're going to be making trips across the border. We're starting here. We're going all the way to California over the next six days. I'll be making stops with Auden and Anthony and the rest of our guys. And this Saturday, our next episode of Law and Border will be airing. You have to share this, America. America has to see this. And these leftist Democrats who are aiding and abetting the invasion of our country have to be exposed and held accountable. Ben, oh, give us social media. How do people get to you? We'll get you back up here at five. You're going, you're going from the Gulf and from the mouth of the Rio Grande all the way down to Tijuana in the Pacific. Uh, walk, us through, uh, walk us through how people get to you. I'll be on uh, social media all day posting a lot of the videos from this morning at Ben Burkwam, B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M, and, of course, America's Voice.News. Again, Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, our new episode of Law and & Border. Um, and then uh, at FrontlineAmerica.com, Kerry Donovan's going to be writing up a, a ton of articles. Uh, it's, it's, it's sad. I mean, every time I'm down here, Steve, I say it gets worse, and, and I don't know sometimes how it can, yeah. but it is. Brother, thank you. Uh, make sure right now uh, I want to put up uh, if they got it or Grace and Mo can put it in there. July 15th and 16th, Turning Point USA is going to have a huge conference. Senator Hawley, Senator Vance, uh, Charlie Kirk, Dan Bongino, Benny Johnson, Jack Posobiec, uh, Congressman Boebert, this, Gates. These are just the ones right now. And, of course, Stephen K. Bannon. I just found they just asked me. I just accepted last night. So this is going to be a huge event. We're going to play this up. I want as many War Room Posse people there as, as we can. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Sleep the sleep of the just. We're asking a lot. you got to man the ramparts every second of the day. We know we ask a lot. Get a MyPillow 2.0. Go get it today with a topper. MyPillow.com. We're going to see. I'm on Kimberly Guilfoyle's podcast at 4. Back here live, 5 to 7 a night. Only in the War Room. Charlie Kirk next. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 